Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. We are presented by DraftKings. I love those dudes. I love all of you because it's so fun to get a chance to talk football with each and every one of you for, I don't know, 25 minutes about every single day, Monday through Friday, and then a little extra, right? Because Mondays we have the College Draft Podcast, which people really enjoy, whether you're in the NFL Draft or college football or betting on college football. Today is a huge day because we record the Even Money podcast with Steve Fezzik a little bit later this morning. Very popular. Wednesdays, we record back-to-back episodes with Joe Dolan for the Fantasy Feast podcast to make sure you guys are all set with your fantasy lineups. And really, and I always say this, even if you're not into fantasy football or betting, it's just a cool, interesting, different way to talk about, think about, and look at these games. We will have winners this week. Love those of you that spread the word via social media. I'm just looking for some type of comment, right? Some type of engagement on Facebook or my personal TikTok or Instagram or Twitter, of course, or X, whatever we're calling it. Just say something on any video, repost, whatever. Love it. Love those of you who take advantage of our sponsors, of course. I like sending you guys these press passes. I already have a million. I'd rather have you guys have something cool that nobody else that you know has ever had. And then the YouTube shout-out, that's got to be the easiest contest. You just subscribe to YouTube.com slash NFL and then reply to any video. Even if you just say, hey, I'm just here to get the, the free cameo-style video, Ross. Speaking of shout-outs, Brooke Wincoop is the one that gets today's patron of the day, Patreon.com slash RT Media. A lot of people do that, I think, to get the even money betting spreadsheet. I get it. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross. My favorite stat from last night's game was the Chargers were outgained 191 to 270 yards by the Jets, but they still managed to blow them out 27-6. Sports. Football. Isn't that something? I mean, well, first of all, Darius Davis takes the first punt back for a touchdown. That was your first indicator 
that this game might not quite go the way that the Jets were hoping it would go, right? You let a punt return for a touchdown. You already said it. They win by 20 with less than 200 yards of offense. I mean, Keenan Allen had a solid night, 70-some yards. He had a fantastic catch. I mean, the body control and dexterity of some of these guys is just outrageous. Eckler, you know, it's kind of a cliche, Jack, when people say nose for the end zone, right? It's not with him. He has an innate ability to get in the end zone and to bounce off guys to get in the end zone. The Jets had their chances. I mean, how many times was the ball on the ground and the Jets didn't recover it? Herbert threw him a couple passes they couldn't pick off. But ultimately, the Jets' offense didn't really give much of a chance to win the game. Eight sacks. Zach Wilson sacked eight times. Fumbles twice. Big step back game for the Jets' offense. Any positivity you were feeling going into the bye after they beat the Eagles? It's gone. Totally gone. Or they even they won another game after the Eagles, I think, right? Or no, no, that was it. Um, really bad. Really, really bad. Jets can't run it either. Um, they couldn't run it at all. I mean, that's the type of game you dream of as a D lineman. Bosa, Mack, Tui Pelotu, all getting two-plus sacks. I will say this, too. Chargers off. Now, the Jets have a really good defense, but the Chargers offensive line is disappointing me this year. I, I really thought that that unit would play better than they had. The good thing is Raycon earbuds never disappoint me. You guys hear me talk about them all the time. That's because I use them all the time. Even when I'm like driving with my family, if they're trying to sleep, it's like late at night or in the morning, I'll put one Raycon earbud in, and obviously I'll have my other ear open for driving and for my family, and it's awesome. 32-hour battery life, perfect in-ear fit. I'm not aware of the logic or reasoning to have white things sticking out of your ears like Jack does right there on the left. Yeah, like that doesn't look good. Dude, I'm getting you some Raycon earbuds. They're amazing. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash Tucker, the only earbuds you would ever see me wearing to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... All right, Ross, 32nd is the Arizona Cardinals, but help is on the way. What's that from? Mrs. Dalfire. Help is on the way, dear. <laughs> you know, I don't really remember that, but I really, truly appreciate the effort there, Jack. You're right. I mean, the Cardinals, that was pathetic against the Browns, 58 yards of offense, but it does look like Kyler Murray will start. And I'm curious to see this team. They were pretty competitive for a while, and they're competitive on defense. How do they look with Kyler? And if they get James Conner back, then they might actually start moving up the ranks again. 31st, Carolina Panthers. Really disappointing. I think I'm actually 
Jack, going to write for my column this week for the 33rd team. I write a column pretty much every week for the 33rd team. I think I'm going to do midseason coach rankings. And Frank Reich is much lower than I thought. Much lower. I, they, they have more talent than this. They, they should not be this bad. 30th is the New York Giants. The G-Men. And honestly, they have a real chance to finish this year dead last in my power rankings. Now that Daniel Jones is done for the year, Tyrod Taylor is on IR. So that means what? It's Tommy DeVito time? I mean, I've seen him a couple times, and I'm not going to make a Danny DeVito joke because I'm more mature than that. But I will just say I thought about making a Danny DeVito joke, which is probably all you need to know. 29th is the Bears. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. I think they're, like, so intrigued by Bajent that they're going to wait until Justin Fields' thumb is ridiculously, ridiculously wealthy. I mean, wealthy, healthy, before they put him in there, uh, which I guess I kind of understand. 28th, New England Patriots. What a world that we're living in, where, where the reporters are asking Belichick about his job status, and he's saying he's just going to control what he can control against the Colts. I mean, I don't think anybody really thought it would end like this. For some people, it's kind of sad that it's ending like this. For other people, they're probably deriving great joy from the fact that it's ending like this, but it certainly feels like it's ending. 27th is the Green Bay Packers. This is strange times indeed to see the Packers and the Patriots in like the bottom six teams in the NFL. They got a dub. Romeo Dobbs got a dub. They've got some good young players playing. Let's be honest. They're not going to the playoffs like this the whole rest of the season. The only thing that really matters is whether or not Jordan Love shows that he's uh, a starting quarterback long-term or not. 26 of the L.A. Rams. They're kind of going in the wrong direction. Earlier in the year, it felt like they were a frisky team that I could see actually getting the seventh seed in the NFC. I think they've just kind of gotten too banged up to think that that's really possible at this point. That would surprise me. And certainly they're a lot better when they have a, half, a healthy Matthew Stafford than they are right now. 25th is the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Guess what, man? The Raiders, that was really impressive. I don't care who they played. Aiden O'Connell looked good. The defense is flying around. Antonio Pierce, I got to tweet this at some point. Mark my words, Antonio Pierce has a great, great chance to get that job. I mean, great chance. Because if they, if the Raiders are competitive down the stretch, Mark Davis is not going to make the same mistake he did with Passaccia. He's going to keep Antonio Pierce. 24th, Denver Broncos. Do you ever get a song, by the way, in your head, Jack, and, like, you can't get it out? Yes. So, while I was working out this morning, the Taylor Swift song came on. I don't even know the name of it, but it's like, best believe when I'm in the room, I can make the whole room shimmer. And <laughs> Literally, I'm doing the power rankings right now, and, like, that song is playing in my head. Don't remember... Familiarity breeds contempt. Na, 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 na. All right. Broncos had a bye. Not much to say other than their next game I will be calling. 
Broncos at the Bills Monday night up in my old haunches in western New York, where, by the way, they have delicious Labatt Blue Light. I might even meet up with the Labatt Blue Light guys. I'm going to try to. Why not? Labatt Blue Light's giving me so much joy. At least I can do is say hi to those guys and thank them for the sponsorship. They're helping me live my life to the power of we. I always enjoy it responsibly. It's beer. It's Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. By the way, while you're drinking the beer, you got to have something to eat. So just like the clock will stop on this podcast, whenever the game clock stops, that's time to order. Order with DoorDash. Pizza cravings hit at halftime, ordering time. Tacos during a timeout, boom. DoorDash, they're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. 23rd is the Tennessee Titans. So, man, there's so much more interesting now that Levis is the quarterback. There's no way that Vrabel would put Tannehill back in there. I can't imagine that being the case. They actually should have tried to trade Tannehill before the trade deadline. If he was healthy, I wonder if they would have been able to. But it's got to be Levis now. I mean, the whole rest of the season should be getting Levis. He's good. He's, like, legitimately good. Get him as much experience as possible going into next year. 22nd, Indianapolis Colts. The offense wasn't really clicking uh, in Carolina, but when you have Kenny Moore taking two pick sixes to the house, you're probably in pretty good shape. Colts just kind of feel like, uh, to me, Jack, like a middling team. You know, like they'll they'll finish with like seven wins, which I, I would say after last year, and with a rookie quarterback who gets hurt, it's pretty good for Shane Steichen's first year. 21st is the Atlanta Falcons. Really, really bad loss for them to the Vikings at home on so many different levels. That division could be theirs. Now you've got Heineke is going to start again as it looks like they're going against a rookie quarterback again this week. 20th is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Bucks, that was tough, man. That was tough because it felt like they did enough on offense to get, which would have been a huge win. Big difference between four and four and three and five. Now they're a decent amount behind the Saints who look like they have a great chance to win that division the way the Bucks and the Falcons are playing right now. 19th is the Washington Commanders. Hail to the Commanders. Hail. No. It's, I don't even remember the song anymore because they can't do anymore. Hail to the Commanders. Fight for old D.C. Commanders on the warpath doesn't have quite the same uh, ring to it. Anyway, everybody, Rivera, Jonathan Allen, everybody's ready to cement Sam Howell as the franchise quarterback, which I think is interesting. And by the way, the Commanders are too good that they're not going to have like a top five pick anyway. So they better hope Howell's the guy. 18th. Houston Texans. It's probably similar, Jack. You're the NBA guy. But there's really nothing like in pro sports drafting a young franchise quarterback and what that does for the franchise and the whole city. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Texans fans are so happy right now, so excited, and they should be. They got a guy. They got a guy for like the next 10 years. 
17. This is New Orleans Saints. Oh, when the Saints. Oh, when the Saints come marching. Oh, when the Saints come marching. And feels like they're rolling a little bit. Hey, Jack, did you see what Taysom Hill did? <laughs> so First now, guy in 66 years to have 10 rushing touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns, 10 pass. 66 years. Hmm. Seems like a long time. Sounds like somebody talking about how much of a difference he makes and how good of a football player he is might know what they're talking about. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. 16th is the Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That was really, really bad last night. Really surprising. They had so much momentum. You know, they had won, what, like three in a row? They were feeling good about themselves. Even that one loss was to the to the. Chiefs, big, big step back for those guys last night. 15th is the Chargers, but I'm just waiting for them to name that donkey as their new mascot. San Diego, Super Chargers, San Diego, Chargers, go, Chargers, go. I love that they had Schwarzenegger on during the Chargers game. I wasn't watching that part of it. Is he, is he a Chargers fan? I think it was just because, like, he was the governor of California, I think, when he did that, which is why I don't know. Like, his... Well, he lives out there, and he, and they brought him on during the game, so. That donkey, man. That was funny. <laughs> we'll move forward. Do you have anything to say about Chargers? Yeah. I mean, listen, now they've won a couple in a row. Now they're 4-4. Four and four. 500 or above, you're in the mix. They're playing better on defense. Offense wasn't great. I'm okay with teams winning ugly. I mean, the Chargers to win by 20 points, Monday Night Football on the road, that's a good win. All right, move to the Minnesota Vikings, 14. Try to say it like I say it. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my gosh, I hope I sound better than that. <laughs> you know what you did right there, Jack? You half-assed you half it. Like, if you're going to go for something like that in life, you got to go all in. It's like, the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, that's not even how I say it. I didn't even say that well. Anyway, the Vikings... I can't believe these guys are still in this thing. I can't believe they won that game. They're five and four. I think if the playoffs ended today, they're in it, right? One, they, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, they're in the playoffs if it ended today. That's unbelievable. I don't know if that'll sustain itself, but that's really impressive. 13th is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not surprising news, but bad news for the Steelers. Cole Holcomb placed on IR with a knee injury. I think we kind of uh, thought that when you saw what happened to him the other night. Very, very unfortunate. He was playing well for them as well. And the Steelers, I say this every week, I don't think they're a very good team. But somehow they have a pretty darn good record. Mike Tomlin, it's almost like he wants Coach of the Year votes. So he tells his guys, don't make it look good. Like, Look ugly. Don't play well till the end. So it seems like it's just me as the coach. I'm joking, I think. 12th is the Cleveland Browns. Bad news, but good news for the Browns on Jedrick Wills. Their left tackle, uh, torn MCL. So he'll go on IR, but that's not a season ender. So they'll get him back at some point. They just need to weather the storm until they bring him back. And... Uh, they look good. I mean, their defense has been good every week, and now they have Watson back playing at a decent level. I, I feel pretty good about things if I'm a Browns fan. 11th is the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills? 
Man, if the playoffs started today, they'd be out of it. Five and four. Looking up at teams like the Browns, the Steelers. And the Bills have a really tough schedule coming up, too. It's, um, if they don't make the playoffs, I would think that they make serious changes there in Buffalo. Somehow, some way. Tenth is the San Francisco 49ers. Lost three straight. Coming off a bye. They got Chase Young. I think everybody's anxious to see how that squad looks coming out of their bye. Ninth, Cincinnati Bengals. Really like what I'm seeing from them right now. I mean, they're, they're playing really well. In fact, they're going to be the team I ride with this week, which is brought to you by Wrangler, made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code ROSS15. So here's the deal with the Bengals. They've won a bunch of games in a row. Joe Burrow looks fully healthy and put up huge numbers against that Bills defense, even with Boyd and Chase having drops. The defense shut down the Bills. The defense has gotten better the last couple weeks. The Bengals are going like this right now. The Bengals, like they've done the last couple years, look like they're getting poised to peak towards the end of the year going into the playoffs. Eighth is the Seattle Seahawks. Really disappointing loss to the Ravens. But again, it's only one loss, so I'm not going to go too crazy with it. But that was a disappointing loss, surprising loss on multiple levels. Seventh is the Dallas Cowboys. You know, it's kind of similar to what I just said about the Seahawks, except totally different. Similar in terms of a disappointing loss. But theirs wasn't because they came out in the road and laid an egg because they had so many chances to win. I mean, that's one of those games, Jack, and this is the way the NFL is. There's so many plays where you could say, if just this happened, the Cowboys probably win. Although I'd also say this, like, if Schoonmaker scored a touchdown and they tied the game, well, then the Eagles play things differently, and then maybe the Eagles go on a nice drive after that and kick the game-winning field goal, right? Like, you don't know how the game's going to play out, but certainly the Cowboys would have had better opportunities to win the game if, you know, they didn't miss a couple scores by inches. Sixth is the Detroit Lions. Lions had a bye. Their last game was against that terrible Raiders team on Monday night. We're going to have my guy, Alex Anzalone, on tomorrow's show. I got to talk to him, man. He might go to the Pro Bowl this year. He's playing so, so well. The Lions are rolling. Got to get one of the better linebackers in the league. Greg Cosell said he's top five. Going to get him on tomorrow's show. I think you guys will enjoy that. Fifth, it's Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, number five. I still think they're a really good team. I mean, Chubb and Jalen Phillips off the edge. Wilkins and Sealer inside. They got Ramsey and Howard back at corner. They just, for whatever reason... You know, it's, it's weird to say this, Jack, because of how much credit Mike McDaniel gets, but they've gotten outcoached when they played their toughest opponents. I mean, they're 0 for 3 against the best teams they played, and it really feels like they've gotten outcoached in those games as much as anything. Fourth is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. They're coming off a bye as well. They have been playing. Are they coming off a bye, right? Um, I forget. No. Did they? No, they were. 
Yeah, because they, they played... played Thursday night. Yeah, they. At any rate, they've won five games in a row, which is super impressive, and that's hard to do in the NFL. And I can tell you from any team, once you win like three games in a row, you feel like you're the best team around. Like you feel like you're as good as anybody. And the Jaguars feel that way right now, and they should. Third is the Kansas City Chiefs. And the home of the Chiefs. You know, they're winning differently this year. It's kind of like what I said during the Ohio State game Saturday. It's a little bit different. People are a little bit uncomfortable with how they're winning because they're not, like, putting up a ton of points. But their defense is so good, they don't, they don't need to be. Second is the Philadelphia Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. So the Eagles going to their bye, feeling really good about themselves, 8-1, and one, best record in football, and they need it. They need to let these Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox heal up. Jalen Hurts' his knee heal up. Dallas Goddard broke his forearm, so never a good time for that. But at least the first week he's missing isn't even a game. You know, first week he's missing is a bye anyway. But he is a difference-making player. Now, they scored points without him last year, so we'll see if they can do that again next year. I mean, again, again this year. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... And first is the Baltimore Ravens. What? How is that fair? The Eagles were number one the last couple of weeks. How'd they drop even though they won? And, and the Ravens... I'll tell you why. Because I go by what would happen if these teams played a neutral site. And by the way, my house would be almost a perfect neutral site for the Ravens and the Eagles. Lots of fans could just drive an hour and come to the game. We don't have enough parking, but you get my drift. And see them. Eagles have a really good team, but especially with Goddard hurt now, I think the Ravens are the best team in football right now. Offense, defense, Lamar MVP candidate, Defense is playing lights out. They are annihilating teams like the Lions and the Seahawks. I got the Ravens number one. I feel like they've earned it, and we'll see if they can continue to earn it moving forward. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com, which is the best gift you could ever give a loved one. It's November. It's almost mid-November. Just get your holiday shopping out of the way right now. MyFrontPageStory.com. You also have BackOfficeScheduler.com, Go-Bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, and the always delicious Pizza Boy Brewing.